time, morning. Um, today's readings from Luke chapter 12, verses 32 to 40, and that's page 987 in the Blue Church Bibles. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out, a treasure in heaven that will never fail, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Be dressed, ready for service, and keep your lamps burning, like servants waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet, so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes. Truly, I tell you, he will dress himself to serve, will make them recline at the table, and will come and wait on them. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them ready, even if he comes in the middle of the night or towards daybreak. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Heavenly Father, I just pray you will be here by your spirit, Lord, and uh, give me the words to, to speak on this occasion. Amen. Okay, being ready. Well, two weeks ago today, I was at Naturally Supernatural, serving on a team called Production. So what did I get to do? Well, I moved lots of chairs, I set up cafes <laughs> and venues, I moved pallets of boxes, I mended things. That's not quite ready yet for that photo, but there we go. Um, I built things, and I decorated kids' marquees to make them look nice. Now, I didn't do it all on my own. I, well, I was part of a team, and we did whatever was required, even picking up sheepdog poo. Now, that wasn't too bad. It was quite firm. The duck poo was worse. <laughs> Ducks do very runny poos, I found out. I serve because I have something to give. I have a certain set of skills that I have gained over years. I first went to a Christian Bible week when I was aged 11, and over the 41 years since, I've gone to quite a few. I know how to put up tents. I know how to work, uh, use caravans. I've been doing it since I was a kid. So I do, I, do I just get into my car and drive to the showground where the festival takes place? No. I'm intentional about things. In order to, I order gloves to protect my hands when I, and get a better grip when I start picking up pallets, because they often have splinters on them. I make sure I have glasses that allow me to read, but being safety glasses won't cost me a fortune to replace. These ones would do. I pack my tools. I make sure I have my Leatherman multi-tool with me. I'm intentional because I have a job to do. I wear protective toe-cap boots, not steel toe-caps because they can get too hot in the summer, but composite materials because they're cooler. I even wear a pair of work shorts to allow me to have enough pockets to carry things, as you could see from the photo. Can we have the... So, yeah, and it became such a fashion statement that my daughter has even started to model me, so... I've got to say, I wore it first. She might wear it better. <laughs> I pack tools to take with me. 
I might be called upon to fix or build almost anything. It could be a motorhome canopy, or it could be building a cafe. In the same way, we are called to be ready. We need to be ready for Jesus, who is coming to ret- again. He's going to return. This is not some possible sitting around waiting for him to show up. This is not chilling out in the local Costa Coffee, flicking through Facebook, having a nice latte and a lemon tart. You now know my Costa order. No, we are called to be ready. Why? Because he is coming again. Let me be clear. Jesus is coming again. So in the same way that I'm intentional about getting ready for NSN and Soul Survivor, I contend that we need to become intentional about getting ready for Jesus, who is coming again. It could be easy to say he's not come yet. It's been a while since he was last here, so perhaps he's not really coming soon. It's been 2,000 years. And I can understand that view. However, the Bible is clear that he will come again, and he will come again with a roar. Now, whilst I was at NSN... I got chatting to someone from our group. They mentioned that there was a lot of references in the songs that we were singing to roaring. Now, that seemed to surprise them, and it, but it got me thinking. And as I spent time in the meetings, I noticed that there were indeed a number of songs that with roar and roaring in them. Now, I seemed to sense a theme and actually found it rather encouraging. Now, I think we can sometimes think of Jesus being meek and mild, a sort of Robert Powell in Jesus of Nazareth. Hopefully, that should be the next slide coming up. You think of Jesus being all meek and mild and that sort of thing. When we look in the Bible, we see a Jesus who's far more impactive than that. As I was contemplating the roaring... I remembered as a child reading the Narnia books, those books written by C.S. Lewis that have Christian themes running through them. And whilst they might be direct allegories, they have a parallel story and characters that seem to be in the Bible. Most crucial of those is Aslan. And Aslan uh, Aslan appears in every single Narnia book. And Lewis, when uh, when he was interviewed about why he wrote Aslan as a lion... He said he made lion because the lions are king of the animals. Jesus was the lion of Judah. And at the time, he was having a number of strange dreams about lions when he was writing the books. It does say in the Bible that in the last days, old men will dream dreams. So as a child, I remember rereading the books and getting excited knowing that Aslan was going to turn up in the story and that things were going to happen the story was going to start to turn better for those people who are having a bit of a tough time. Now, we've got a clip from the uh, Prince Caspian film. There is a line, there is a bit of roaring, no one gets injured. I'll just point that out for the youngsters amongst us. I don't want Diana getting scared.
So perhaps you think of heaven being a quiet and tranquil place, but the reality is different. There will be roaring. So what sort of things roar? Well, lions, we've seen that. A motorcycle might roar down the street. A judge might roar order in a noisy court. We read of the roaring seas. Supporters of a sports team might roar when their team scores a goal. In Hosea 11, verse 10, we read, They will follow the Lord. He will roar like a lion. When he roars, his children will come trembling from the west. In Amos 1, verse 2, we read, The Lord roars from Zion and thunders from Jerusalem. The pastures of the shepherds dry up and the top of Mount Carmel withers. In Joel 3.16 we read, The Lord will roar from Zion and thunder from Jerusalem. The earth and heavens will tremble, but the Lord will be a refuge for his people, a stronghold for the people of Israel. Interesting that when the Lord roars, we find peace and safety, but others tremble. In Revelation 10.3 we read of an angel who stands and gives a loud shout like the roar of a lion. In Revelation 19, we read, After this I heard what sounded like the roar of a great multitude in heaven, shouting, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and power belong to our God. Jesus is coming again, and yes, he will come with a roar. In Peter, 2 Peter 3, verse 9 to 12, the Lord is slow, not slow in keeping his promises, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting to anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. In the day, of, the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire and the earth, and everything in it will be laid bare. Since then, everything will be destroyed in this way. What kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live good and holy lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. So how should we respond to the roar of Jesus? Well, I suggest it should be an encouragement to us. We're on the winning team. It is the enemies of God that need fear. We should be encouraged. He is coming again. And we should indeed be getting ready for his return. Now, I haven't got the time, nor need the knowledge, to do an expert explanation expanding the end times theology. But I can say with certainty that Jesus is coming again. And I, for one, want to be ready for when he does. I don't know the order of things like the rapture or the impact of the scrolls and seals. But I know that he said he will come again, and I take him at his word. So I want to encourage you that he's coming again. He's not the passive sort of guy, a sort of slimy politician that promises you all sorts of things in, in response for your vote or your support. No, he's coming back as a triumphant king. The Lion of Judah will roar again. So what should our response be? Well, we're told to be ready for his coming again. So what can we practically do to be ready for his return? Okay, can I have the first bullet point up? No? Can you have the next slide up? Can we click? We're going, we're not going, okay. First thing, good job I got my notes. First thing, repent. 
If you're not a Christian yet, if you have not decided to follow Jesus, then I implore you to do so. Letting him be Lord of your life is the most amazing thing that you can do. Once you're on his team, his rule never needs to scare you again. Secondly, pray and get prayer. Seeking God in prayer changes us and changes the environment. It doesn't change God. If Jesus prayed, why do we think we don't need to? Getting prayed for gives the opportunity for God to speak into our lives. Really important. Thirdly, encourage yourself spiritually. Read Christian books. Come to church. Meet with others. Grow as a Christian. Fourthly, read the Bible. That's a great way to get to know Jesus and who he is. Fifthly, praise him. Singing his praises, listening to Christian music can change your soul. Premier Praise on Digital Radio is a great Christian music station, full of good Christian music. Um, sometimes late at night it gets a bit mellow, which is not quite what I want. But, but also YouTube has a whole load of good music from places like Bethel Music and Hillsong. Down, put them on your screen. I, I frequently at work, I've got YouTube playing in through my headphones. So I'm sitting there at my desk um, because I want to hear God's music playing to me. Praising God is good for you. In short, live with an eternal perspective. Live like you believe and you will be ready for when the lion comes again. If this has encouraged you at all or, or spoken to you, then please get prayer at the end. And, uh, and see what God does for you. Amen.